0: Hey, yo, welcome back. It is the Bad Kids Pod. It's your boy, DeFanity, the host that stay doing the most. Coming to you again with your favorite rapper, your favorite streamer, your favorite everything in betweener, people's man, people's champ, champion of the people, Nick Beam. Good evening, everyone. Not quite last this week, but you still love him and all of his dad jokes as much as it pains you. Como se dice? Cruz. The child in the background.
1: The baby in the back.
0: And special guest, Seven, low key member of the crew. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: You're joining us for a special episode. Special episode of the podcast today. So, a couple weeks ago, the hip hop world stopped and gave Kendrick his Friday. The double album, Mr. Moral in the Big Steppers, Kendrick's last TDE album, Kendrick's first album in nearly a smidge over five years, Damn came out April 14th, 2017. And boy, has the world changed a lot since then. And according to Pitchfork, the highest release of 2022 to date with 295.5 album equivalent beating Future and Bad Bunny, who had uh, 222 and 274,000 respectively. So we're here. Big numbers. We're here to talk about the Kendrick album. (laughs) Those are good numbers for and I'm just I'm just, just putting that out
3: there. Great <laughs> numbers he released for released One of his best projects. Yeah. He's been he's been on a run, but
0: we're not here. And here. phenomenal numbers for Bad Bunny. Like phenomenal numbers a for Bad who I need to listen like, to now. I apparently,
1: think. me too, because I'm right? doing I think my heritage leave. a huge disservice by not.
0: Yeah, he is a superstar. At this point in his and career, like he's an undeniable, like nasty. superstar. No, his music is yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, his great. stuff will come on on a shuffle when I do like the uh, great recent um, release, like shuffles, and like his shit will come on, and it, like it doesn't even matter that for the past like ninety seconds I haven't understood a word <laughs> yeah, nah, that nah. I was listening to. It just it just bangs because he comes just, with just, like with in your bars in your car, and flows, just in and you're just and just having yep. a great time. Yeah, so. Shout out to those those individuals. But yeah, Mr. Morrow, The Big Steppers. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty and get into the themes and the interworkings and all the shit that comes with a Kendrick album, uh, let's just get basic first. The, the one time we will be allowed to be basic on this podcast. Like, What <laughs> were your first blush impressions, your general impressions? Impressions like the first couple times you like well, actually, let's roll it back. How many times did you listen to the album? I think for me, I'm on listen five or six. I'm on
2: uh, Beam like cow 13, seven. F- 13, 14, probably. <laughs> yeah Jesus Let's, I'm, go. I'm deep let's fucking go
0: Wow. Yeah. Beam.
3: So I'm on my, I, I'm two and a half, but okay. I have read through the album more than once. Uh, so listened to it two and a half times. That's... And then I was reading the lyrics because I didn't want to be emotionally or mentally mind fucked by Kendrick. <laughs> Cause I knew he was going to do this, right? He was going to give me answers to the questions. So yeah, I'm, I'm two,
1: two and like a couple read throughs. Okay. Cruz. No read throughs. I'm at a smooth like eight, nine listens through.
0: Okay. So and we then got like some, we got some balance.
1: Then I've just kinda like been having it in the shuffle too, when I'm not listening to it front to back. Ow. You learn. After <laughs> like the after like the eighth or ninth <laughs> listen, you just leave it in there.
0: Pause. You just and Whoa. he knows a thing or two about leaving it in there. Yes, Let me he tell. does. Boy,
1: do I ever <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> god damn alright so what were your general impressions of the album big picture f- super zoomed out what do you think mm. no I, one I, wants to go first no no,
1: no no no. I, I
2: honestly it. loved it I,
1: I go last all the time
0: alright why'd you love this Evan what'd you
2: love about okay, it so on first listen it was confusing I was fucking I was very confused originally. Um, I listened to it maybe like another once or twice afterwards in the same night. And then I started to grasp the concept of how it really wasn't an album that he was making for the people he was making it more for himself. And that is something that I can, I mean, I could respect because a lot of the music that I feel like I make, I make for myself. I don't really make for other people to like, and if people enjoy it, then that's a plus side. Um, for me listening to the tracks of the album it sounded like a like each track was a different therapy session and i feel like that's why like that kind of um idea that he went with was something that that pulled me closer to the album and it made it easier for me to listen and to understand so originally i think i love it.
0: very similar Similar to you, I understood the album. Maybe around like listen, maybe I've listened to this album more times than I thought. Maybe I'm actually like eight or nine, if not ten, because I listen. I remember listening to at least the first half the night it dropped because I was driving back from the airport, and I think I got to the same point as you seven that it is literally it is like Tyler's old music. It's not for you. This is just (laughs) me dealing with my stuff through rap music. Right. But I act like on first listen. I never like anything. I think everything is dumb the first time I listen to it, but I liked this immediately. Whereas damn, it took me more times to listen through to like, like, and get it. It kind of makes me wish that like Dan, like this came out before damn, like let's just swap the placement of these two. Um, because this to me feels like good kid, mad city and to pimp a butterfly, like the energy of good kid, mad city with the production and rhyming of to pimp a butterfly. Like that's how I feel about this album. And I'm honestly surprised that I liked it as much as I did on the first like couple listens. So overall, like another, just another great Kendrick album. Like, now, I agree. do I believe, like, that it, like, should have gotten all the room, like, no one else drop on this day? Like, I don't know if it wins, like, pro- my, my favorite project of the year, but, like, this definitely was,
2: like, a good album. This easily was project of the year. I
1: mean, me. we still have half a year left.
2: True. Yeah. I also think I mean, that the... This- this- therapy session type of thing it doesn't really show itself until the the second disc count me out is where it really first gets into mm-hmm. that whole that therapy therapy session thing
3: okay. so where i sit with my two <clears throat> listens and some reads um it's it's good it's a great album um, the therapy thing at a time like now is the right answer. Um, I feel like it was a. I don't know if I would say I would. I don't know if I would go so far as to say it was. This is kind of like a uh, cop out album. <clears throat> I kind of, I kind of think. If, for lack if this of a better was, term? If this is, for lack of a better term, if this is going to be the album after everything that has happened thus far, um, of course you made the right choice choosing yourself. Uh, you, had, I don't know, he just put himself in the position all these years to be like really in touch with what people were going and, and, and seeing things that people were seeing. Um, I guess at the end of the day I feel like this Kendrick album wasn't made for somebody like me. It's a great album. The production is insane. The lyrics are fantastic. But this this is the one album I feel like he wasn't speaking to me, who I am. I think he's speaking to to somebody else, it's another another type of person just for mm-hmm. like the things that he entered, the things that he seemed like. Obviously, I'm not out there gangbanging. Right. So I didn't identify <laughs> completely with Good Kid, Mad City, but like I identified with the the motherfucker in the back seat who could like see people doing that, but was not actively in it. So like there's right. always kind of this, this is the album where I don't think he was. I don't identify with almost anything that he's talking about, except for the overall message that like, it's all about me and I'm choosing myself. Like you nailed it. Right. That's you the gotta right Take answer. care of
1: yourself. Right. I, I think that's another the right thing answer. Way. But like
3: right now, after all the silence, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I think like the other I thing only with it twice. Good I only Kid twice is that he kind of told the story from an outside perspective of being right next to it but not being totally 100% involved. So I feel like that's another reason why people um, related to Good Kid in the way that they did.
3: The Pimple Cruz, Butterfly was super oh. black. Oh, yeah, now I'll just finish. Was, I identified with all his albums up until Damn which. I think is my least favorite Kendrick album. And then this one right here, but they're all, he he dropped a complete discography of classics. I can safely say that.
1: That's what I was going to start off with is my opinion. For, love the album. Get that out the way right now. Absolutely love it. Um, it didn't grab me until the second, third listen, the first listen, I was like, all right, this is dope. But until like the second or third listen where I really sat down and let it just, I let myself be immersed in it where that should really started growing on me. Um, But yes, to piggyback off of what Beam was saying, I feel like this album completes the journey that Section 80 started. From section eighty all the way until now, those five albums, you can just hear the growth. I feel like you can listen to all. It's a lot. No one's gonna sit down and it, do, but you can listen to all five of those albums. So many people to are gonna sit down
0: and do that, and do then, then just on a regular hear basis. the.
1: It all. It's such. It's such a. It's, <laughs> on a regular, I just did it today. Right now, it's it's like such a cohesive like stream of thoughts from that from section eighty all the way until now.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like him before he blows up. During and then now after, like he secluded himself for five years. Nobody heard anything from him for like the last five years. He'd popped up here and there on a couple singles and features, but he kept to himself.
0: Your name was baby King. <laughs> exactly. Like him. Can I- ra- All right, so, go- Sorry, my bad. Go ahead.
1: I was like, I didn't know he had kids. I had no clue. Right? Mm. I knew Upon he had COVID. I knew he had nobody one. said nothing. Right. I didn't know. But that's because he, he he's so well at at cutting himself off from the outside world, right? So you were gonna say, Jeff?
0: No, just uh speaking on Baby Keem, he really he's one of my favorite things about this album.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I just
0: have I am just a Baby Keem fan. I regret not going to his show in Houston for the Melodic Blue Tour, but me I'm going to see him when he come to Houston with Kendrick. True. That's another thing about this album is like, because I had this crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy that I was like, I was finally going to get one of the albums, because I knew it was going to be a double album. I was like, one of these albums is going to be like the TDE, album that we've all just been waiting for. Like, please, Kendrick, just like, you know, just give the people what we want. Because <laughs> like all of them are outside, except for J-Rock. Like, Schoolboy is on a feature, and I think he's got like two singles. Sir dropped the single. Absol dropped the single.
2: I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so like, been everybody's yeah. outside.
0: But now this is a very PG Lang album. But I don't hate that either. I don't hate that because I also think that helps the sound of this and like PG Lang is going to be definitely something interesting to watch and the artists they get to watch them grow like so that wasn't my other thought about this is just like very PG Lang and I was just like but I wanted like a very selfish part of me wanted like Collard greens too like him and schoolboy <laughs> back at it again But, like, that's the thing. Another thing I appreciate is that, like, certain artists aren't doing that, or at least anymore, where they're recycling the same thing and trying to give you, like, repackaged nostalgia albums instead of, like, pushing a sound forward. Right. Yeah. But what are so thinking before we dig in even more, what are your favorite moments just from, like, Kendrick's career having because he has been essentially like someone we've had the pleasure of like actively watching as he journeyed through hip hop and as we also have like journeyed through hip hop, like in real time, like we got to see it. So what are some of your
2: favorite, I guess, Kendrick moments? I think every single time he drops the heart is a is a huge moment for me as well as I think for the culture as well. Um I caught 2 through 5 when they dropped. I didn't catch one. So um I feel like every single time those dropped it was kind of like it was like that get ready point cuz it was always coming before the album.
1: It was like, yeah, oh, we 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 out here.
2: And after Good Kid personally I had a feeling that everything that he dropped was going to be unbelievable which I mean, to me, it was. So I feel like the hearts were a big part of him in the the music industry. And I mean, that was one of those things that I was always excited for. And I didn't even think he was going to drop one before this. And then he did. And that kind of made it even better. So I think the heart series is definitely something.
1: In and of itself.
4: Yeah.
0: Mine is the Black Panther album.
4: Mm.
0: Disney was like, "Here's some money, give us an album," (laughs) and that album is, and like, and also what that contributed to Black Panther, the movie, and Chadwick, and all these things that we will like we don't have anymore because, like, how iconic some, how iconic
1: (laughs) Um, some of those sounds were,
0: right? Like, we can't, like, we can't recreate, like. Black Panther again, that excitement. And with that soundtrack behind it, and, I mean, anytime I get, like, Vince Staples on an album, I'm gonna <laughs> be happy about it. But I think that's my favorite. Because it's, like, the secret Kendrick album. Like, we don't think about it because it's not really, like, him back to front, but, like, he got a budget and they were just like, here, do something. And he, like, alright, let me just curate this real quick. that park, And just fucking... Crushed it, and they got like a Grammy off of like uh the song, right? The one with um Future and J Rock. Like, then they win a Grammy off that
4: song.
0: Yeah,
3: (laughs)
4: Yeah, it's never gonna
3: forget about Future. He's everywhere. That's funny.
0: Now, yeah, that's my favorite Kendrick moment. Is like because I also have like the physical copy of like the the vinyl of that album.
3: Um. 2013 for me just the year so that was uh i guess he dropped um good kid mad city at the end of 2012. um and i had already been listening to him from section 80 so he dropped the album 2012 and then control happens in 2013. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um,
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you bitch, that was i was trying to there. not let that yeah. be yeah. my moment that was
3: completely that, so, my moment just so controllers <laughs> well, that's fair. You could, I won't go too much into the control verse. But the control verse happened. And then um, he went on tour with Kanye for Yeezus. And I went to see Kanye and Kendrick. So that that was my moment. If I'm being specific. I got a twofer. Yeah. And then he got snubbed <laughs> and lost to Macklemore.
4: Yeah. So, mm. like, 2013 Pretty.
3: was just a very busy, active... Crazy year to be Kendrick Lamar For sure I think he what was, is it? uh nominated for like five, six, seven Grammys And lost every single one
1: Just, oh man, yeah, just, and just The Grammys the Grams, and, the then
3: the that. and then lost to
1: Macklemore And then
2: the text of an from Joke online. of an award show oh the 2013
3: God. was nothing And that was when I was like living alone just that the was, fucking yeah. and uh, the so, Grammys being the Grammys. Just and Just getting high the of and part. listening to Kendrick Lamar and fucking just thinking about my, everything in my room, by in myself. my <laughs> zone. Son, <laughs> <laughs> 2013 was nuts. Oh, just the whole oh year, God. yeah. The whole Michael
2: year Moore just the gave stuff. me PTSD. I <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> said, oh, "Oh yeah, he's God. stressed.
1: Look at him." <laughs> so yeah, and so the control verse wild. Controversy loved it. He, everyone, who like the the entire like hip hop sphere came back and started rapping off of the power of that one verse. He, I don't care if you were mentioned, if you were not, if you were on Pluto, if you were in our solar <laughs> system, if you rapped, you came out with a verse. And then parentheses put Kendrick diss control response. Who I don't I don't recall anyone else being able to do that to get the entire hip hop sphere to respond to a verse.
0: One of the few rappers who just like will actually name names on the track. Like I don't like and he just just proves that he just doesn't actually and then give a and
1: shit. then got away with it unscathed, completely unscathed. Hmm.
0: Because who gonna stop me? Yeah. Who
1: gonna stop and me? And then and then another I guess uh, honorable mention is was my introduction you guys put me on to Kendrick I didn't I wasn't at that time I had my ears more towards Spanish hip-hop and Spanish rap than I did to that I was looking out like for the the regulars but wasn't really looking out for Kendrick and this was before anybody knew anything about him was uh buried alive I think that was 2012 I think was the take care feature or the take care interlude
0: word word
1: that was my introduction to him. And I was like, well, now I got to go find everything he's ever done and listen to it. Cause this nigga spaz.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So. And special before. Got to do a lot of work up front before we get lost in the details. Cause a certain someone needs to be separately recognized for how they specifically contributed to the album. Someone we have mentioned. Well, beam has mentioned on the show Repeatedly, and we are once again going to put the flowers at the feet of Manny Maroquin mm-hmm. because he was the mixing engineer Everywhere, for pretty dude. much this whole project, <laughs> except for two, which were mixed by like longtime Kanye engineer, uh, sorry, Kendrick engineer uh, Ali, which I also think helped make this album be so different than all of his other projects so we see you you are doing god's work for god's everyone work. summer figured it out he spring it out. fall winter Big, you locking up all the seasons you are father nature right now so and nobody
1: knows what, what does he look like i have no clue
0: does I like he could have walked by me on the street and just like playing beats in his head and just being the fucking best thing to ever happen to me personally. So we gotta to him, always bro. make sure we're giving full credit yeah. to scene. everybody so they get all the things while they're still on the earth to hear them. Because man, I feel like every album we review, we we got to talk. He's on it. He's on it. He's on it.
1: And one, yeah, in one way, shape, or form, or another.
0: All right we're all rappers you already dude. yeah well most
3: we're all we're all rappers <laughs> we're yeah. rapper
1: dude get out out of here. We know how much, I
3: know a how much it takes says. to and people people like get on the mic and then not even like rapping or trying to perform anything and get on the mic and say oh I hate my voice would you first time you hear this Kendrick album or like anything else that he's engineered it's wow this album sounds amazing like you're not yeah. you're not thinking of Wow, these beats! This voice sitting here—don't don't get me started. That's another forty minutes, yo. Shout out to him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's let's dig into the tracks. Track number one: "United in Grief." What a great, great opening track. I think so. Produced by. Producer credits Kendrick Lamar, Tim Maxi, Duvall Timothy, <laughs> J <JL, laughs> LBS, Beach they Noise, guys. Soundwave, and B G K. So shout out to them. Um, I think this song like is perfect for setting the tone of the album. Right, thinking about how it starts. I hope you find some peace of mind in this lifetime. I hope you find some paradise. And is that not what he has been trying to think his way through for the past, like,
2: fucking his whole life? (laughs) Which I think (laughs) something that Kendrick is always Um, good at is setting a mood for an album. Um, I feel like he's done that successfully on every single one of his albums, especially with that first, what is it, 10 seconds of your intro track. It always sets that mood. And I'm also a sucker for a choir type of sample or sound that leads into a song, so. Yep.
0: And, and even for, like, what you were saying, for setting the mood, like, halfway through, what is the first verse? I went and got me a therapist. I can debate my theories and sharing it. Consolidate all my comparisons. Humble up because time is imperative. Like, right, we get the therapy thing from Jump Street. And then we see how that plays into how the rest of the album sounds. And and I think that gets to what Nick was saying is like when you frame it like that, you begin to speak to a very particular type of listener. And because we know he is not making music, he's not constructing albums for us. Like we said that before. He's like not interested in doing, making sure his album has the song for the club and the song for the car. Like N95 is the song for the club anyway, but <laughs>
1: yeah, I was about to say
0: <laughs> or silent Hill. If you play silent Hill anywhere I'm at and I'm outside and my thighs are out specifically because I'm, I'm wearing my shorts. <laughs> skies out, thighs it's out, skies out. It's Hoochie exactly. Daddy Summer. It's Daddy exactly. exactly. That's funny.
3: Um. So yeah, I've been going through something, right? So this is this is what uh, uh, obviously it's the intro. Um, this whole time Kendrick has chosen to be our savior. Don't get it twisted. He chose it. Whatever he decides to tell you. <laughs> Whatever anybody <laughs> tries to tell you in any of their reviews or anything. Uh, Kendrick chose it. And now chose he's um say if he this did. album cover doesn't Tell you that you have a crown of thorns and a glocket in the pocket. Um, so you're you're obviously, but you've been huge on symbolism your entire career. Um, you've built yourself up to be a savior, and then here you are saying you've been going through something, and you set the tone that you are now confused, and you're not, you know, you're he's deconstructing his own legend, and maybe that's that's what I caught the first time. I listen, okay this is gonna be the album where you stop all of that stuff and you're just gonna you're just gonna get into your own personal bag now this right? is not, gonna be the you're not gonna give shit, us a- right. anything that we want from you, especially with everything nope. that's been going on in the past five years you're not gonna give us the answers to any of that you've you've gone inwards instead of outwards so. yeah so that's that's what I got okay fine this is not and gonna this- be anything that and and it never was gonna be anything that anyone ever expected so like once again, Exceeding expectations.
2: This whole and I've been God, going through beach. something, there's so much packed into that as well. The one thousand eight hundred and fifty five days from him dropping Damn on Yo,
1: right? The last since on, the last time since you dropped "Damn," But know, it's also or, it's since you
2: dropped an album. Damn was Good Friday, if I'm not mistaken, April twelfth. Mm-hmm. Damn was good Friday. Yeah. This was Friday the thirteenth. Is almost a complete contradiction. From Good Friday to Friday the Thirteenth, he's also saying "Be afraid." Um, I think also one thousand one one eight five five is an angel number, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's a lot I packed in. Know. There's a lot packed into that little that's intro.
1: That's a, wow! I didn't even bother dissecting that much. You're blowing my mind right there's now.
2: There's a whole lot of stuff packed into that little thing right there, and I think the biggest thing was the contradiction of. Good Friday to Friday the 13th. I think that's that's huge. Yeah. I think it's something that he probably saw coming up in the future and decided like, okay, like, uh, damn, was Good Friday. This is going to be Friday the 13th. And I think he purposely set it up that way. Um, I'm sure 1,855 days is also some kind of... It could just... These things also could happen for somebody like him where it could just fall into place and and work that way. But I think he purposely set it set it up like that.
3: He's a well well manicured artist. Super intentional. I think, every, like, definitely I think
1: everything he's seems, doing is calculated. Yeah. So
3: that is also his legend, right? That is that is the legend that we hold for Kendrick Lamar. So we'll he'll never come out and say it and we'll never know. But we put him there because he makes us put him there. <laughs> so, but he's not off- your savior. He may maybe do he think
0: about it, but he is not your savior. <laughs> or maybe you okay, don't so think about it
3: at all. Maybe angel just, number 1855. Five.
2: Five. We might I might as well just jump down to the <laughs> angel Wait, what is 1855 is positive impact. Angel number 185 is a message from angel numbers that you have a place in the future and that you have no right to complain anymore besides don't think of giving up because you have the strength to fit yourself up. So, also okay, goes so, yeah, nah, he right along with the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is calculated with him.
0: Alright, so I just keep fucking ringing this bell, so I'm just gonna jump, skip several tracks down, and go to <laughs> the Savior interlude into Savior because, like, like I said, Baby Keem fucking crushes his appearances on this album. And one of my favorite things is like when people's like opening bars, like being a fan of Vince Staples, like Vince's opening bars are usually the most diabolical things ever. And so when Baby Keem opens up, have you ever seen your mama strung out while you studied division? Like fuck. Like to just think about like that in like the trauma that would come with it and then knowing that you um survived it in a sense and became, and like are now using it to that pain, that like trauma in a way that will make you some money. Your (laughs) uncle ever, your uncle ever stole from you day after Christmas. Like fuck, like this is fucking crazy. And, and just like the, the way he is rapping similarly to Kendrick with the flows and like the, not like the non-traditional, like breaks and pauses and patterns of rhyming. I just thought he just fucking rolled up into this moment and crushed it, and then it goes really well into the actual savior track. And he fit. Now, he what fit. are y'all's thoughts on? Yeah,
1: I was not say that, like the just like the the content of his bars fit. I wasn't. I mean, I, I'm not a Baby King fan, so I said so I have no gauge of reference. to Not
2: it. yet, anyway. Oh, uh, Yeah, not, not yet. yet.
1: Are so are we fully what getting his music into? Usually is, but
2: save your interlude. Is that something we're doing right now? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yes. Absolutely. I think the inclusion of Eckhart Tolle is an amazing inclusion. I don't know if you heard, have heard of him before this album. Um, but his inclusion is a great inclusion uh he has a book i can't exactly remember the name of it but it's it's mainly about like leaving the past where it is he's just got so much wisdom there's a lot of wisdom in um in his writings and i think that his inclusion is an amazing thing and then also i love a written word interlude i i wish people did it more and I hope to do it more, but I love a written word and interlude. And that goes with, with, uh, uh, savior interlude and also with rich interlude with Kodak black. Um, I love the way that he separated the middle Ooh, of I was his, also pleasantly with
1: surprised with
2: Kodak. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle
0: is a German born spiritual teacher and self-help author of the power of now and a new earth. So I feel like the one you're talking about is The Power, the power of Now. Because that is a more popular title that I've I've heard of that mm-hmm. in like of totally like very loosely because I'd be talking to like random ass people.
4: <laughs>
0: but like, yeah, also just because that just fits. Like if you derive your sense of identity from being a victim, let's say bad things were done to you when you were a child and you develop a sense of self that is based on the bad things that happened to you. And then you jump into Baby King talking about the bad things that happened to him. And, right, Beam was saying before, like, he tries to say he's not our savior, but he's giving us these things to think about for yourself. Like, by him constructing his message in this way, he's just like, these are the things I've been thinking of. You And then, like, you should take that and then turn it inwards if you know you're paying attention and willing to do the work, and then bam, now, like, oh, thanks Kendrick for helping get me on this path when you just said you weren't trying to save me. I didn't even think about it like that. But yeah. fucking, God damn it, I I am just so into just baby keen on this, like, interlude. Like, I don't know. Let's just. uh, All right. Moving on. Actual Savior. Actual Savior. Now, anyone else want to start talking about Savior? Because I kind of just went off a little bit talking about the interlude. interlude.
2: Cal? Um, It was a track that I. Absolutely enjoyed. Um, I think that I like how he came in, naming different artists, and then obviously he threw LeBron in there. But um, oh yeah, the Yep. I like the the Cole. I like the future reference, and I like the LeBron reference. Um, and I think that that's one thing that our society does way too often is look up the people who are famous and look up the people who are TV on TV and look up the people who have a million plus followers on social media. Um, I feel like that's something that, that people need to step away from. So I think this song was something, um, I mean, if there was anybody to make it would have been Kendrick, nobody else would have made this song. And it's, it's a fact. Um, So there's that and then there's another part of this this song that I was thinking about talking about. But at this this Word. moment while right you now, look for
0: that one oh, thing I find.
2: I got it. Oh, go for it. The whole um You got it? Yes. Seen a Christian say the vaccine, mark of the beast, then he caught COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Then I caught COVID and started questioning Kyrie, will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? Um, I think originally that was also something that I struggled with was I would have liked to stay organic, but there were certain things that pulled me towards getting the vaccine. And on first listen, I thought he was, um, I can't say dissing Kyrie, but I would say going at Kyrie for his decision. And then as I read, deeper into it and listen mm-hmm. to it a couple more times I kind of figured that he was with that same thing he was on that he wanted to stay organic he wanted to to stay away from it but going through the decisions in his head he said you know maybe I will go and do this I don't want to be hurt be as hurt as this thing makes you just because
0: you're like never again no nope. yeah. right and then also because Kyrie became the face of it. Yes. Of, like, you know, not wanting to, at the risk of, like, him not being able to fucking play home games. And, like, mm-hmm. I I don't want to talk about Kyrie Irving for too long because I will start foaming at the mouth as a Nets fan. So. <laughs> and then I was, love the fact. Go, go ahead, Cruz.
1: I wouldn't say it was, like, it was a weird um kind of like a conundrum this this song cuz he he starts off saying all these things but i feel like the the first and the second verse are him presenting himself these arguments and then the second verse is like oh fuck maybe like maybe you should like really think about this
2: mm. and it also goes right along with him I love with, how him simple. mentioning kyrie goes right along with the whole savior thing Cause I feel like there were some people who look up to Kyrie who saw him not getting it. And they decided to also not get in and to be in to stick with him instead of making the decision for yourself. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, but he is not their savior. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and he, he even says that, right? He
0: says, "Pox not here. You got to think for yourself.
2: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like uh suck my dick with all ten- Authenticity, yeah, dead. Gotta think for yourself. Yeah, heroes looking for the villains to help. Never been sophisticated. Saving face, been manipulative. Like, Such he wants to taste. save us. He wants to save us from ourselves. Just, just <laughs> shut up. Just, just shut your mouth. Like, I don't believe it
2: anymore. You love I mean, us, Kendrick. Thank there's you. a lot of, um, Things that I think about on a regular basis, basis when like I I wake up and the first thing I want to do in the morning is open my phone and go on Twitter or go on Instagram, and um, even when he mentions even blacked out screens and called it solidarity, meditating in silence made you want to tell on me. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's calling something, people
1: out, holding them accountable.
2: That's a lot of that's something that a lot of people got. Um, I feel like dragged into and almost there's a lot of people on social media who almost guilt tripped you into it um has somebody (laughs) who did it and then afterwards regretted it in the sense of saying like why did I like what was the sense of like what did that help um in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. um because I had time to think I mean between that and this album there's a lot of time to think about that and I had already gone through the the motions in my head of like it didn't help anything in the grand scheme of things. And it just made me fall deeper into that social media trap. And I think the fact that he mentioned it, I hope that it, I hope other people also thought about it in that sense. Because a lot of people aren't Yeah, because that
0: same theme. Go ahead. No, yeah, that same theme was on Tyler's album. The track with him and Damo Genesis was mm-hmm. like a a compliment to that idea of just like I'm not going to bow into these projections of social activism, be because like you want because you're just doing this as like a facade. Like I'm not gonna do it. Like
1: right, like you're not gonna. I'm not gonna, gonna follow along
0: yeah. in that.
1: I mean, I'd be lurking anyway, so.
0: Right. Lurker's gonna lurk. Now, do we want to talk about the other spoken word? Yeah, let's actually just talk yeah. about the other spoken word intro. The Rich Interlude. uh, Samfa and Kodak. Now, the presence of Kodak on this album has, like, some people... Feeling away, I guess. And because, like, because, like, admittedly, Kodak Black is a very complicated person to say that you like. Because he does a lot of things that make you want to not root for him. Yeah, he'd be a through, lot. Yeah, yeah, he would be a lot. He does a lot or has done a lot of terrible, terrible things. However, on this album, I fucking love it. I love I- it
1: concur. Pleasantly surprised with everywhere he popped up on this album. Surprised words are hard.
0: Mike, I think he kills this uh interlude because he's still getting he's sti- he's rapping at a more conscious level and like he knows that he is both he has this potential to be this really great rapper right because he's just like um what you doing with the legend fresh out of the pen like all of that stuff and he also is not the only person who is like kendrick is not the only person a high status rapper who has tapped kodak for their project and also like using kodak as the symbol of this like ghetto baby who has all this money, but is still so entrenched in his trauma that it's really fucking with his fame. And I think like him being on this album is like, almost like Kendrick being like, yo, like this could have also been me like with this amount of wealth and platform, but while in like this, and hmm. I think everybody is just trying to fucking help Kodak stay out of trouble. Cause I mean, that's when my you, read. On when you think Kodak about it
2: on this album, what year did Kodak come out? Like, I feel like Kodak has been around for so long and maybe, I don't know, maybe that's because I'm a little bit younger than you guys, but I feel like from the time where. Oh, nine. That's a long time that Kodak came on the scene. Like, I feel like he's been on the scene as long as, as long as Kendrick, I feel like he's been on the scene as long as J Cole. I feel like he's been on the scene as long as a lot of these people who we put all the way up in the, in the, the top of our, like who we look towards for hip hop. And so his name being in, not exactly in that conversation, but around that conversation has always been something that I felt was, um, was odd to me. You know what I mean? That he always made a different type of music, but he was always in there and then he'll come out and he'll do a spoken word like this. And you will be like, okay, like now I, I understand why people gravitate towards him, I guess, in the industry.
0: Yeah, he does have a very particular sound.
1: Yeah, when he's on the mic, you know it's him.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. It's mm-hmm.
1: it's it's a rare thing. I, I guess it can be said for a lot of people, but he, he's very distinct. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> Again, before this, I I don't listen to Kodak Black before this.
0: I'm, I still don't listen to Kodak Black. This is the only Kodak me? I'll listen to. So I know, I'm,
1: like... Sorry, go
3: ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've, I've listened to Kodak uh, back from Tunnel Vision. Maybe I could just... I had a boy who... Shout out JC. Who was trying to put me on the Kodak Black a minute ago. Like 2017, maybe. And I just heard his last album. Um, he's been on a couple features, of course. Kodak, from a rapper's perspective, he be spitting, bro. He be oh yeah. He, he's got some. Uh, he's got bars. Um, in the inclusion of this album, in particular, maybe I'm one of those people who doesn't understand why he got to be the person, or why he maybe not why he got to why he was chosen as the person like i get it from a narrative perspective but like real mm-hmm. world implications um just like credible somewhat credible charges against him maybe i don't i don't know too much about it
0: um oh no yeah more than credible right, yes. credible and then you <laughs> and nigga, then you like, come nigga out, actually went to jail he
3: he did go to jail yeah
0: um i'm not sure it was after for that though
3: accusations and yeah um so he posts... Right. I, I feel like he,
0: Kodak just regularly was yeah. going to jail. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> all I'm saying
3: is I don't I don't understand why he was handpicked by Kendrick Lamar to be this part of this album. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me, especially with his history of you know of, of abuse. And I know I get the hurt people hurt people type of thing, but I don't know. I, I feel like um, I don't. I didn't understand of- it.
2: As of recently, I was coming around to like a, um, I don't know what, I I don't want to say epiphany, um, but I was starting to kind of get a a grasp of concept as to why Kendrick put him on. It wouldn't be something that I would be able to put into words right now. Um, but I feel like with how many listens I am on, I kind of, I started to find the words as to why he would have went with, with Kendrick and i think it also has something to do with savior you know what i mean we look up to all these these artists um for the good that they do um but there are also people in the world who look up to artists for all the the bad that they i don't want to say the bad that they do but the bad that they they claim they do um so i think he's kind of i think kendrick was kind of giving a um a plus minus narrative here like with a savior being somebody like Kendrick who um or or even J. Cole, somebody looking up to that empowerment and that 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 good side of society, and then there's also the Kendrick's of the world. I mean the Kodaks of the world who you're kind of looking towards the the bads of society. You know what I mean? That could be it, but it also Yeah, like
0: is is Kodak Black not not like literally a representation of Kung Fu Kenny from Damn, like the first half of mm-hmm. Damn, when niggas is walling and like losing themselves. Like Kodak is Kung Fu Kenny to a certain extent. Benji says hi.
1: What's up, and baby? then,
0: but then Rich leads into Rich Spirit, and God damn it! If I don't love this song, the production, yeah. like shout out to Mustard who has been out here. On a tremendous run. Um, so Mustard, Jonathan Sweet, DJ, DJ Dahi, uh, Freno, and Soundwave, uh, producer credits. This is what am I... Like, the bounce on this just gets me every time it's in the car. Yeah. And even though too. it's just like... the fr- It starts off like with Kendrick rapping about his concerns about taking his daughter to school and all that i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah i miss all that like production please dancing in my seat <laughs> but well, like I also painting pictures put me in the, in the louvre like
2: i love that shit and he even goes on universal shift them in a groove and celebrity do not mean integrity you fool i'm a good man shaking hand with firm grip 72 wins lost Sam, balling with the flu i think that um this was the first now hang on let me before i say that yeah i think this is the first song where the the bars become a little bit more apparent um i feel like n95 was like a a hype club song there wasn't it wasn't too much beyond the surface oh no father time is above that never mind Mm -hmm. i'm wrong yeah. I was
1: about to I was okay, about to say yeah. you and then even mention <laughs> Father Time. War, War,
2: Worldwide Steppers is also up there uh, that has a My lot personal of depth favorite in it. song
1: on the album is Father Time.
2: Uh I I can agree with that to an extent. But Rich Spirit, I feel like, was one of those uh songs where there was more beyond the surface than than just that song, even though that it does have an amazing beat. And I feel like this is the first time we're also getting Kendrick. Personally, doing singy, flowy choruses, which I I love a lot more than I thought I yeah. was going to.
0: Also, how rich do you have to be f- before your cousins start to sue you? Because <laughs> it happens to everybody. Yeah. How yeah. many Ka- M's Kanye your first rich. lawsuit from your cousin? It's, it's like everybody. It everybody just getting Kanye, scammed Canada by and their and
1: cousins. Like, yo. Got his laptop stolen or something? Tennis, try to sell it back to him. That, yeah, crazy. You know,
0: also, like the third verse on this song, frat brother, real nigga, that brother. We oh, up that's the my score. Give me that verse. brother. Yeah, spirit medium. I don't rap, brother. Right, because that's that's what he says. He says it on the album. He's for two years couldn't feel shit. Talk to God, and this is what we get. And this yeah. is what we. This is how we got. Damn, that's how we got. How much a dollar cost is just like that. And that's another thing about the legacy of Kendrick is like these these albums are also legit sermons to a certain extent because yeah. like you're translating this conversation or this relationship with like,
2: how you've conceptualized God. I mean, the the first half of the second and... verse is also him, like, uh, the morality can wait, feedback on low latency. I'm glitching from the face as my thoughts grow sacredly. I'm running out of space. He's almost referring himself to a DAW, like, to logic or to – you guys use mixed craft. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's putting himself – he's comparing himself almost to a DAW, which is – I mean – a little bit simple-minded, but at the same time, it's so simple-minded that who would think to do it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the best part about this
0: song, though, is the chorus. A, Big Tim Attractive. Like, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that. that. I love that <laughs> bounce. Like, yes, 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 like, I am. Just, I don't need nobody else. Now, do we want to talk about um your favorite track, Cruz? What'd you say? Father time. Oh my god. Yes, yes, we do. So so what makes that your favorite track?
1: Uh I feel like this was the first track on the album where he he got real, right? Mm-hmm. The intro sets a tone, N ninety five is a bop. Worldwide Steppers, he's like just having fun with it. And then he gets to... Well, I think Die Hard is right after this. After World Wide Sempers, which is also a really good song. And then we get some real rap. You really, It starts off, you really need some therapy. Like, real nigga, don't, real nigga need no therapy. Fuck you talking about? Everyone's responsive when someone says, like, yo, you should go get some help. And everyone's like, nah, I'm good. All right? Guilty as charged. And then the Sampa feature so the good feature so good um and it, it it's just like the the sound and it's 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 not too too dark um and it it can be listened to by itself and then you can completely go into the rest of the album without feeling like oh damn he really kind of like took the the positivity and the upbeatness away from those first couple songs with this she, which he doesn't. I mean... um And then, like, he's he's holding himself accountable, right? It's, it's super, like, for a lot of people, it's super relatable. Like, yo, I got daddy issues, dog. Like, I've had daddy issues forever. I just don't know how to go about dealing with them.
2: I think that one thing Kendrick does amazing is to separate his albums, or, or separate songs in his album from something that's serious to something that's a little bit more of a a head bop something easy to listen to you know what i mean um right. he goes from united in grief to n95 you know what i mean a real song and then a a bop and then he goes worldwide steppers right, into right. die hard it's like real song that is more of a i mean there's no drums on that song there's no bounce to that song it's just bars and what he thinks and then you go into Die Hard it's a bop, Father Time and then you go into the Rich and the Rich Spirit bop, you know I feel like he's always done good with separating mm-hmm. those songs in an album to where you're listening and you're like okay I don't know if I could do another song like this and then he comes with something to make you bop your head and to have fun listening to I think it was always something he did amazing
0: Now some people because of that structure some people will argue that it doesn't feel cohesive because it takes you on that like a roller coaster shifting ride
4: yeah he grounds yeah. himself yeah right
0: like there are just like major there are like shifts versus like how like slower trend like albums are kind of built to have slower transitions where one song will bleed into the next, and it's kind of like more like mood music. I think
2: if we're going to talk about cohesiveness, but, uh, my I hate the fact that he added the hard part five onto this album. Um, I woke up and I saw. Oh, that. we're going
1: there already. I mean,
2: I because we were talking about the cohesiveness of of this album. Um, yeah. I just wanted to put that thought in there. I absolutely hate the fact he added the hard part five to this album. Because now, when I listen to Mirror, right? Because instead of been it going to any United, of these albums. if they haven't exactly. been on any of these lists, and they haven't <laughs> even been on streaming services, so now you're going to put it on a streaming service, which is okay. But now you're going to add it to the last song of the album. So when I listen to Mirror, the next thing that comes on is the hard part five, and not right back to the beginning of United in Grief. You know what I mean? And I feel like one person who did that mm-hmm. that I hated. That I don't know Beam is going to hate that I say this. I loved listening to KOD until it got to 1985. I feel like that album oh, run through was an amazing <laughs> run through for me. I think that it ruined an album listening experience by adding 1985 on it. But I feel like, I, I really hope that's not what this, what the heart part five does to this album listening experience. And I hope if he does do v- vinyl, that that song is not on it. <laughs> I'm
1: going to motion to omit, and still not listen to the to the hard part five at the end <laughs> of this album. Yes, just because I have the power to do so.
0: Fair, fair, very. Now fair. let's as we cartwheel through and pick and choose our songs. Cal, do you have a favorite song on the album, or what is it?
2: <laughs> um, cartwheel boy. I do have a favorite song. Um, I do not think I want to go through it yet. Um, the favorite song is Count Me Out. Okay. That is my favorite song. But um, I think if we're in the top half of the album, the only song we went to in the bottom half, I think we should try to do Worldwide Steppers next, get it over and done with and out of the way. Um, are we on board with that? All right, then let's top
1: or nah? No, no,
3: let's go. Let's
2: roll. All right why okay. Stepper no Chaser. Let's talk to about start off, chaser. the chorus. Yeah. Here we go. The first chorus. Well, it comes in first with Kodak Black, OK Llama, Eckhart Tolle. and this here is this big Stepper, and then it breaks into that first chorus. Um, I'm a killer. He's a killer. I'm she's a killer. killer, killer bitch, a killer, bitch we some killers killer, walking bitch. zombies trying to scratch that itch. Germophobic hetero end, and then it just cuts and goes right into this menacing, demonic, Um, the flow is demonic, the the sample loop in the background is demonic, everything about it, you know what I mean? And he goes into, uh, on first listen, when you first listen to it, you're like, he's just putting words together that don't make sense. And then you go and you look at the, the lyrics, <laughs> it's, it's I'm not for the right. faint of heart, my genetic build can build multi-universes. The man of God playing baby shark with my daughter, watching for sharks outside at the same time. I don't... I... Shit you gotta worry about in the hood. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's cute or whatever.
1: Shit you gotta but, worry about in the <laughs> that's hood. cute dude. or whatever.
4: <laughs>
0: but he also, says, the song. he also says, the first time I fucked a white bitch, <laughs> I was 16 yeah, at I, the Palisades, I wasn't even gonna get... I, was my gonna, I traveled with I, the team... Oh no, that's
1: the shit I'm here for. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, like, like the white bitch was out in Copenhagen. <laughs> I feel well,
0: like they found out the daddy was the sheriff. That was a win-win because he locked up Uncle Perry. She paid her daddy sins. Like, yes, Bigs. like, I yes, love that you are. My so, <laughs> ancestors I fucking watching. love that too. Come on, no. my ancestors watching me fuck like it was retaliation. Like I felt like that before. It... Like.
4: That's you where listen
0: it's for me personally. Like I am doing this for my great grandfather Jabediah. This one is for you. This nut is for you, Me mom when- that oh, I never met. Shit. When you
2: first listen to it, you're like, "What the fuck? Wait, hold on." And then it comes around full circle, and you're right. like, "Okay, all right. You know what? That makes sense now. I-, I can, I can respect that. I like that. I love that. Um, I feel like." My son Enoch is the part two. When I expire, my children will make higher valleys. Um, I feel like higher valleys. My son Enoch. Enoch, there's something biblical about that name, if I'm not mistaken. Do y'all know? Yeah. Um, and then the higher, my not children will make higher valleys. I feel like he's saying that he's at a low point And him finding his way to get out of that is going to help his children so that his low points are not as low mm-hmm. are higher that, you know what I mean? Um, originally I didn't understand yeah. what that meant. And then I looked into it a little bit more. I was like, okay, that, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, ask Whitney about my lust addiction, text messages, has got my thumbs hurt. Um, at the beginning, you don't know really too much about that. And then he gets more into his sex addiction towards the end. Um, out here, fucking white bitches in Copenhagen. Writers block for two First years, nothing moved me. Ask God to be to speak through me. I feel like this is a hard song to listen to, but there's so much information in it. It's so hard to just move past it and not listen to it. Very um, dense. Yeah. Yesterday I ran I, this one back. Yeah, a couple times. Yesterday I prayed to the flowers and trees, gratification to the powers that be, synchronization with my energy chakras, the ghost of Doctor Sevi. Paid it forward, cleaned out my toxins, bacteria heavy, sciatica nerve pinch. I don't know how to feel like the first time I fucked a white bitch, and that whole first <laughs> verse of just craziness and and uh, I, the the beat like punches your eardrums. And then it just cuts <laughs> off and it goes into this, <laughs> this beautiful s- sample. And he gives a beautiful sample for a couple bars where he's talking about fucking white bitches in the Palisades. Fumbling Grades, the Apache Life, Centennial was like, when Miss Baker screamed that Doughboy. He's going through all of this shit. And then it just goes right back into this fucking menacing, head-shaking beat. It's so demonic and... And then he
0: even, he further unpacks it, right? <laughs> like what it means to like, he's a killer, she's a killer. Like yes. the way in which we are all kind of trapped in this thing where our actions or even our inactions don't like kill people, right? I called a yeah. couple of bodies of myself, slid my community. My my last Christmas toy drive in Compton handed out eulogies, not eulogies. because the, ra- the rags in the park had red gradient but the high blood pressure flooded the catering. Like, mm. giving niggas what they like, and niggas like high blood pressure food, right? And then also <laughs> it ends like, the noble person that goes to work and pray like they supposed to slaughter people too, your murder's just a bit slower. And it's just like, and it goes after like, that. even if you yeah, think so you're living your right. life and praying and doing the things, like,
2: nah, you're actually like, still like, complicit you're just, in yeah. some shit.
1: Yep. yep, you're just dying slowly.
2: And then right back to that, so, I love the, the chorus as well. I love that he added the, the germaphobic, obviously with COVID, the hetero and mm-hmm. homophobic. And the, the chorus so he's builds. Not, he's not only saying the home; He's saying the heterophobic and the homophobic, which I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people missed that. A lot of people looked past it and didn't see the separation between those two. And then the Photoshop and Lies and Motives, hide your eyes, then pose for the pick to finish out the, the chorus is, I mean... And 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 you could also see why and the fact he cut that the that chorus door. builds, yes,
0: yeah. Hmm. what were you gonna say? Yeah. So,
3: worldwide steppers song number three. God, man, this is such a, a sad and depressing song. Yeah. Jeez, I mean Jesus, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why nobody's saying it. This and whole no, it album is very sad is just and depressing. so. Sad and depressing. Like maybe that's <laughs> why I love it. So- <laughs> oh my god, dude! I, and I'm I'm just like watching people like rave over this album because it, so- it I sounds feel like a lot of
1: people. Yes, yes. I- Go ahead. Let me not cut you off because you're about to say what I'm
3: thinking. It it sounds amazing. The bars are all there, right? He's rapping his ass off. The vocal inflections, the engineering, everything. But Jesus Christ, bro! Oops. <laughs> what is <laughs> You just came out after five years and started trauma dumping on us. Like, we've we've, we've been traumatized, bro. These last five years have been fucking insane. And then you come out and everybody's waiting for this album and you trauma dump on us for the first 12 (laughs) minutes of the album. What? I'm so confused like, why is nobody talking about is everybody just walking around as depressed as this guy? Like all the so, boys oh, are man. sad. Oh, all no, the boys no, me and future are, are not sad. sad. Me and future and well
2: not gonna uh, anymore. Yeah, hold on. on. Future has yeah. <laughs> sad. <laughs> so, wow. We are outside. Wow. We're sad
0: on that. I've dude. Wow. It's summertime oh, like, now, All uh, this is made this is going to be two summers in a row. All the top ti- like Tyler's album, right? Call me if you get lost, sounds amazing. Is also sad. super fucking sad. <laughs> sad. All the boys are sad. It's, if it's, you want upbeat, happy music, <laughs> yes. you better put on fucking lotto. Yeah, I mean you better put on Flo Millie. Someone who's not a dude. All the dudes are sad rapping right now. So every it's, single it's fucking a lot of, one of that's us. Fast. That's fast. It's a lot Y'all. of
1: what, what Nick was saying was that it's it sounds fucking great. It's a lot of people just hearing, not listening, is what I'm, what I think is going I to.
3: can't, I can't just listen to this album, like, just because I write lyrics, whatever, right? I'm engineering. I'm always looking at the tiny pieces, the nitty gritties, right? I just can't, like, especially we've been waiting for this, like I said, five years. Like, I am anxiously waiting on what you're going to come back and say to us. And I just get a fucking trauma dump. And, well, I. <laughs> I get it, and I get uh, it. It it all makes up for itself in the end, right? He he brings you all the way down with some of these songs, and right gives you the, the bangers here and there, and then at the end we haven't gotten there yet. I feel like it it all gets tied into a bow. But man, this was sad. The stuff yeah. that, and, and like the I baby know, I some of the
1: some of the ending
3: that you were talking the, about the earlier was kind Jeff, of sad like, too.
1: Have you ever seen?
3: Oh it? yeah, that's well, fucking horrible, Jesus, yeah.
2: man. Oh, but when was Sonny the last outside. time? Kendrick <laughs> dropped like a happy <laughs> album. Kendrick don't drop happy albums. Damn, even Damn was very introspective and sad. To Pimple Butterfly was socially sad. And I mean, Good Kid, Mad City was the that was a, that trauma was the of a childhood. <laughs> but it was still the trauma yeah. of a childhood, you know what I mean? So I feel like from Kendrick's- So way- then we should just keep it, keep it
0: going. Right, like the because my favorite song is probably it's just screaming. A sad my favorite song, song yeah. is "We Cry Together." <laughs> yeah. it's just fucking, it's just
2: yelling. It's just fucking yelling. Honestly, fuck I you, mean, bitch, fuck you. I was scared of doing worldwide suppers, bitch. but I am very scared of "We Cry Together." But I think that's another one we should probably I, get done and out of the way. Fucking,
0: I fucking I, love um, this song. This song This song changed the trajectory of my life. <laughs>
1: Somebody go check on Nick, cause he is not Dog. okay. <laughs> nah man. No, I, I'm not
3: okay. What is this? About what is this, this song? bro? Kendrick, I understand you are an amazing What are you doing, bro? This is what you come out with after oh, five years? Bud. Oh my god, bro!
2: More, oh, yo! I can't wait More, for the music video. Uh, dude, need, this this music we... video is gonna be amazing.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: the fact
1: that he's dropping visuals with it, I'm so excited.
2: I the 95 music I video. I can't wait to see how he's holding the keys. I hope he's holding the keys over his head and he's like dancing. He's oh, holding he them low because he's <laughs> <it's> short. <laughs> He's got the, He's
3: holding them to the ground with his butt out. Give me the fucking keys. For bro. no other reason. <laughs> you ain't getting these keys. Yo, this is this is when I knew that, that if... Jokes and jokes, right, of course, because that song is fucking crazy, but this is when I knew that this album was not made for me, because goddamn, that's toxic. <laughs> I ain't never been through something like that. And, like, I've gotten into fights, and I've gotten into yelling fights, but... Oh my God!
1: The fucking sexism, the fucking low blows, the
3: pettiness, yo, so,
2: dude. I, oh my! Oh,
1: god. I'm gonna go yo, ahead yo. and say that this was my least favorite song on the album.
0: This play this and, shit at my only, funeral. Yo, bro, so I only because me all of it. we can break it down it.
3: into what? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff got issues, dog. <laughs> Dog,
0: I we could we could talk about like because like means, going back to but, trauma like I've here, heard um, my parents yes, fucking yell and shit and That's it's just the, like first I, because the song ends with stop tap dancing it. around the conversation what the song means right? that shit is you just I have one right? bar that I just point heard
2: out. one bar in this song that I want to go out. for and it I will, no I'll point it out when when we start moving through it and I'll I'll butt in once we get to that point all right.
0: So, but like for me, because the song ends with stop tap dancing around the conversation and they have this argument, like these people are clearly not compatible, but they suffer through it because they just like fuck each other and then it'll smooth over their attitudes for 36 hours and then they're stuck doing that again, right? And when you find yourself kind of in a situation where... Like you're just like at odds consistently with the person you're supposed to be with. And then to hear the message, like stop, tap, dancing around the conversation. If you're if you're one of these people, right, if you find yourself in a similar situation of toxic fight, toxic fight, toxic fight, sex, toxic fight, stop, tap, dance around the conversation and have it. And so like that personally inspired me to have like a tough conversation with somebody and now I'm back out in these streets. Like obviously it wasn't that bad. Like this, like the thing about it, this shit is fucking awful. Like this fight is like Beam was saying, nasty, low blows, mean. Like, but I don't know. I love when niggas be yelling.
3: Messy. Clearly. a <laughs> messy ass <Yes>. song. <laughs>
0: Very it's a messy,
3: messy song. <clears throat> I, I wanna just say from like a high-level standpoint, God man, Taylor Page is if this is her rap debut if she's actually planning on being a rapper after this i don't i don't know but the way that she right. delivered her lines i don't even care who mm-hmm. wrote it like even even Kendrick mm-hmm. cuz we it's interesting that uh baby keem was on this album we i don't know if y'all have seen it but um it came out that there was a lot of reference tracks that he was doing for keem and the yeah. melodic blue it's like and then you come with like this. She's stuff, not and... credited
1: as a as a writer on here, but she doesn't need to be because her, like you're saying, her, deliver her delivery was phenomenal.
3: is phenomenal. Insane. I I want to say she almost delivers her lines better than Kendrick does. Mm. Like I believe yeah. her. Like the cracks <clears throat> in her voice, the uh, the way uh-huh. she's out of the breath stress. by the end of you know her, her phrases, and then you can hear Kendrick, and she's still like holding that same sort Bear, of out of crying like. It. it mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I just think about like the the very particulars, like because you know, like I said, from a high level they, overview, what does studio
2: look like? Like that, I want to know how they recorded probably, it. That's yeah, what they I want to be know. facing each other. I would love to know how they recorded it. Yeah, like that that's what be, I'm thinking about when I hear this song. If yeah,
3: I'm thinking about the good stuff, not the toxic
0: stuff.
2: They got to be in the. Not
3: the they yeah.
0: have to be in the same space. Like I, I just, I there's just no way you can record about a how song beautiful like that there's no way that he
1: that he sent her stems. Like no way that she sent stems back. Yeah, they recorded this together. <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> yeah. That that's my uh, If they, talk they about did record bar?
1: separately, even better.
2: I will bring up right. the bar. Im- impossible yes.
1: though. If they if yeah, no way that they did, but if they did, Godspeed. Go them. for
2: it. What is- so my bar that bar I that I always go back to that always brings me in when I'm listening to the song is the whole the keys thing. Gimme these keys. I'm going to be mm-hmm. late for work. Fuck your job. Today going to be the day that you walk to that bitch. And then when he says, nah, I like you. I <laughs> toxic, like you. Yo. I like you parked in that bitch. You know what I mean? The whole song, he's like, fuck you. Like, get the fuck out. And then he's like, nah, like, you ain't getting these keys. I like when you park. I like, I like when you come home and you're parked there. I like your car being in front of the crib. I like, to me, that is such a,
1: Why you it's so fucking contemplating toxic. contemplating walking back in here? Yes.
2: It's so fucking so so toxic. toxic. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy how that no, one little me, line packed in there is what, that that can catch my head that he's like, he's screaming at her. He's not giving her the keys. And she's like, I want to get the, like, I got to go to work. And he's like, nah, I like you parked in <laughs> that bitch. That almost throws you off for the <laughs> next couple bars. You can't even think after that. Because I'm, I'm stuck on that, that one bar. You know what I mean? I
0: think my favorite part is from Jump Street. The first thing she says. The whole song. First thing. Fuck you, nigga. You love a pity party. I, I won't show, show up. up. Like, when you like, are some, and I fucking, this was a habit I had to unlearn, like a motherfucker. is like this, playing <laughs> the victim shit and like, wanting to throw yourself a pity part, Like, cause that shit is lame as hell. Like, when you do it all the time and like, just for her to recognize it up front, like I'm not having it, and like she stayed in that place, like I'm not here for this pity party bullshit. Like fuck you and everything you stand for. I should be fucking your cousin because you a bitch, <laughs> baby. Keem
2: in the and then he like, was
1: like, so, say what?"
4: Yeah.
2: Baby, Keem, like I'm getting some. Yeah. Oh go. My God. Okay. And I, I should have found a yeah, bigger name.
1: No, the whole song, top to bottom, is just.
2: Like,
0: and like she did the clapping I'm not... too. Like, yeah, that clapping it, in the it, background it, it's is she crazy. She was in it. Just staring she staring at me and Zara, whole scratching my car up. Like, yo, she was really like, she should have just followed her mind in 09 and went to Georgia. Yeah, she Honestly. probably should have. Just...
2: <laughs> I held you down. Then you, have... you just kept and me down. That's him. a big difference. That's another big one that that's a bar. I was stuck on. Yeah,
1: that's a bar. So that a lot of people in those scenarios probably misconstrue. They confuse them. They.
2: It yeah, that's wild, toxic. Meanwhile, Too Jeff toxic. is sitting here like, "Yes, this is my shit. I love this.
1: Play this. <laughs> play know, this is in the background in a while is... I'm fighting. <laughs> or while I'm while I'm washing dishes. That's his meal prep song." <laughs>
2: He's not even using so it as this, gym motivation. The, the He's bars... using it to clean his house. <laughs> <laughs> He's just cleaning. I have seen Instagrams <laughs> like
3: that. You put on angry music and like clean up. Um. Uh. So the, so my bars of choice, uh, which I thought were interesting more than anything, uh, where she goes, "You the reason bitches start fucking with bitches when they change. You the reason bitches start calling y'all bitches because y'all useless." Um, you the reason Kaylani. Harvey Weinstein had to see his conclusion. you the reason R. Kelly can't recognize that he's abusive.
2: Like... You still listening God God to his oh music? Uh...
1: But then his rebuttal, his right? His rebuttal is fucking shut the fuck up. We all know you still playing his music. Fake, the innocent, and fake, and feminist, fake stop feminist, stop
3: like oh, that's man.
1: toxic dude, that's like a, a level of
3: toxic death that's, that's actively harmful to society yeah. like that's, <laughs> that's and, if, and if Kendrick, if you're telling me that's who you are that i've had you pegged wrong this entire time if this is how you've been acting if this is how you felt while giving us everything that you've given us over the years man i hear everything it's- you've ever done
2: it's not impossible because he also goes into this whole. Let's talk the truth. Women in general just can't get along. When Tosh got a man, you didn't pick up the phone. When Nate got a job, you you said you staying home. Why R and B bitches don't feature on each other's songs? I love her in the background. She goes, "What the and fuck is you? Like, like, what the fuck is you talking about?" But like that's that. Yeah. But you I, know
0: how much niggas love a flawed argument. Yeah. So there's that too. So you can
3: say it's it's all intentional which is what I'm kind of gathering from this album as a whole. But like, I don't think the people who need to hear this are going to understand it when they hear it.
2: Oh, no, of course not, of course not. It's the same shit with with conscious music, you know what I mean? J. Cole is gonna drop a song or a track and Kendrick is gonna drop a song or a track making fun of these people or even telling them how to act, but they not fucking listening to it anyways. This music isn't for the people that he's talking to, because they're not listening. It's a simple fact. And if they are listening, they're listening for a beat. And or
1: I, if they are, sad to say, they're just like, yep, he nailed like,
2: it, he's Jeff, right. And yeah, they fall back into these vicious cycles. It's my favorite song in an album. Or <laughs>
3: <Is that> fire? How <laughs> is that fire? Making the world a worse place by doing this. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's very dramatic. The song is very dramatic. And I like the balance of the male and female voice. I don't know what to tell you. It and is a very it's
1: great, hectic, well-constructed song. It is hectic.
2: It it's is just, chaotic.
1: It's, it was, I heard it. Yo, I was listening to this album at work unknowingly when this song came on. Bro, I had to turn my speaker down then, expeditiously.
0: Also the instrumental. <laughs> First of all, okay. I the, I the was, production oh, I of was, this
2: song. I was so excited oh. for that alchemist name to be on these song credits. And for Kendrick to do this on it,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I ask again,
2: what are you doing, Kendrick? What are you I doing? Some, I needed some West Side Gun, is... <laughs> and I got this. What the fuck is this? No, Don't you, even. you're never gonna get that. You're never gonna get that. Well, a man can dream, Candy. This is I mean, again
1: why this is my least favorite song on the album.
0: This is
2: the but best. Not song. saying
1: that it. It, it is a great song, don't get me wrong. So
2: I wanted conscious Benny it was, the butcher and, and
1: it's so much.
2: Mm-mm. Bro, I
0: thought someone was gonna punch me in my face listening to this song, <laughs> dude. This was too it much still might too happen. much. Thank too you. Much. <laughs> too much. So not the perfect amount. In of my in
3: my mental health journey, um when it comes to social media, something I stick by all the time is be careful of things that you read and listen to that give you all the questions make you sad, angry, and then like make you sit with it. You got to be careful when, when people do that, put you in this, like put you in just like a, a frame of mind that you may not have wanted to be in, but you're receiving all of this stuff. And this person is, again, I use the phrase dumping on you. Um, and then he goes, you know, at the end of the song, stop tap dancing around the conversation. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's it's just a lot, man. Just it's just it's a lot. It's just it is just a, a, a lot, man. Dude. I don't, I don't know if this is helping. I don't know if what he's doing, but he's not supposed to help, right? And that's you know why I loosely use the term cop out, because then at the end he goes, I'm not trying to help. I'm just doing this for me. I'm not your I'm not your savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well. <laughs> I guess. But that so you put a bar about about Harvey Weinstein and you put a bar about R. Kelly and then you let Kodak Black narrate the album. It's just like very conflicting in how I feel about this (laughs) from just like a a perspective of like, I don't know, believing women and, you know, being an advocate. Maybe I'm a fake feminist. Maybe I'm just butter because I'm a fake. But then. But. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. No, no, no. We. We. I don't know. This is just a a very heavy then, song. That's it's painted perfectly. Right. But then after this so, one, that's
1: what I was gonna say. Go ahead.
0: After this, we are transcended again into the stratosphere of like I don't know, kind of happiness, more upbeatness. I would say with with my with guy,
1: Ghostface and Summer Walker.
0: Yo. Shut the, I so talking, mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up when you hear
1: love talking, dude.
0: Mm hmm. Shut the
1: fuck up when you hear love
0: talking, dude. Fucking, I, if I thought this the was source, the perfect. addition.
1: plug talking. Yeah, what a good, this was like the perfect contrast to, to We Cry Together.
0: Yeah, because they stopped tap dancing around the conversation. <laughs> like,
1: yep, the first bar, tippy tone, and I'm up walking. <laughs> They're not tapped. Now they're going to start walking towards maybe fixing the situation here.
0: I also like how often Summer Walker repeats our favorite phrase. I hate it here. <laughs> he <looked
4: different>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Baby daddy's still on my phone. I hate it here. Asking if I've been on the pole. I hate it here. If you keep lurking on the low, if you fan, just let me know. She is she every time that woman Sits down and starts writing. She just thinks, What's the, what's this nigga did to me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, on the track is, a, like, uh, he's, he's not a good partner.
0: <laughs> not, <laughs> she is still very not upset. At all. But I mean, listen. She did her thing. Getting bro. everything. Yeah. Yeah, she did. That's why I'm anti everyone before this mask. <laughs> That's right, girl. People give her a lot of shit for like, um, When she goes on shows, like, she doesn't do meet and greets and shit. And, but, like, if you fuck with Summer Walker and you're willing to pay for the extra for the meet and greet, you clearly know that she don't like people. And, like, if you want to see her show or want to see her have a panic attack at the meet and greet before (laughs) the show, like,
2: (laughs) the fuck are you
0: even saying? And then the closing of this right when we talk about people when we talk about flows and the distinct flows like very few people flow like ghostface killer right and have the history of excellence like ghostface does and i think that it was like the the placement on him at the end um i don't know i just Perfect, like, unsurprising, because, like, I didn't look at the track list before I listened to it. I went to this whole blind. I'm like, I don't want to know nothing. I just want to see what I get. And I love every time Ghostface comes on a track and talking about, I don't give a fuck about this land. I want ownership. Bow your head. Just God's sake. Listen what the stars say. Then it's God's way. And then it's back into the chorus. And so after the trauma and the dumping of We Cry Together, we're shot back on our torpedo of upbeatness and we get Purple Hearts. So not that bad, <laughs> right? And it's the last track of the first disc. Now, um, the, um, upbeat. One thing about this. Song.
3: References. Go ahead.
2: I've, I've one laced, laced in his verse. What is tippy toeing and I'm mud walking? I just don't understand it. I don't know if I'm the only one. You know what I mean? I feel like this was the first part tippy toeing, and I'm up walking. No, I'm mud. Like and I'm mud, mud walking. Oh, walking, mud! Oh,
1: mud. oh that, yeah, that was the last ladder one.
2: So um, to me, a, it didn't make sense. I don't know. That's a Houston
3: thing. Um, because when you sipping on oh, the mud,
2: Mister Houston. I'm <laughs> just saying.
1: <laughs> Oh man, toxic! <laughs> <sink>.
2: Toxic <Time laughs> is still out here on We Cry
1: Together. man,
3: don't be mad because I was born here and you were not born. Oh, oh okay. Houston. But right, so um, you're yes, saying so mud walking is a Houston mud, term? Mud walking, I like, heard sipping. that sipping, and leaning, and trying to walk. It's just like a certain type of swagger. Um, that's how okay. what I gathered okay. from it Understood. anyway. Just like tipping toe and mud walking, like rolling sevens that's like when you just like swagging down the street just like mm, tippy toeing and i mud walking like rolling sevens i ain't ready for no coughing like that's when you just you just feeling it you know what i'm saying uh, that's at least that's okay. what i gathered from the,
2: the you just put the the song into a whole down. new perspective for me just by just by telling me that i'm looking at it and so whole purple new hearts
3: also with lean referencing uh yeah
2: it's, mm-hmm. it's, that was kind of
3: like weaved into because uh, originally at least with me purple
2: Purple Hearts. I thought of the the Purple Heart medal that you got from um from the military. Yeah, yep. That was my original first thought. I never really looked at it any any deeper than that because that just made the because most sense. Because he
3: says, um, "I know y'all love it when the drugs talking." That, that was just like you know three bars in, It's mm-hmm. like okay, this is
2: gotcha, gotcha,
3: gotcha. Um, and then and then he talks about later. We haven't maybe we haven't gotten there yet. Um, just like dealing with it sober. You know what I mean, um. But yeah, we'll, the we'll get there. When we get there. Um, but yeah, just right. The contrast yeah, between this one and this two. Um, yeah, I just want to say, Ghostface. Ghostface Killer there. came at the perfect time for me. Oh. Um, that's I just say the bi- biblical references. Just like it was a very con- concrete, concise on topic, like verse. It's it's you know, and he also mm-hmm. puts a little uh, sadness. Um. Blow the whistle we need an intermission my good deeds in front of your door i'm standing by the entrance with heavy baggage my brother's ashes i seen tragic i did dirt smacked death and held it to that nigga cabbage it's like yes you're trauma dumping yes, again that's the but New New like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a crazy just like me because the way that the production is set up i can see this album just like the way that i listen to you know Exactly where every single sound is placed, the way that the beats make your, you know, heart beat With some of the, like you said, the demonic beat and just like conson and punches your ears. It's Like all of this was intentional mixing, which is just more kudos to Manny for like really fucking it up, bro. Lacing these niggas, you know. Ken, Kendrick had a Kendrick had a dream, and and this was like yeah. he he put it together. It's like it's like almost like a. I see it as much as I saw Igor when uh, Tyler Mm. dropped Igor. It's like more of a cinematic experience where if you just like, you can close your eyes and almost visualize the things that are happening and then the music will keep you exactly where Kendrick wants you to be. It's like almost kind of scary how like captivating it is. You know what I mean?
0: So let's just dig into... The, like the saddest, oh, here we saddest, go saddest, saddest, saddest thing. i this <laughs> like it. mother sober is fucking intense. Wow, we're jumping
1: all the way down there. We're,
0: we're like we're not. We probably won't be able to get to every track. Yeah, and true. Still true. keep this reasonable. So we, but That's we right. got to talk about the last two, mother sober, and then this transition into um mirror. Mm-hmm. And we got to talk about Miss
1: Morale. Got to talk about Miss Morale. I'm just saying.
0: All right. right. Mother Sober. All right. So, (laughs) Mother Sober. And it is just for me, Beth Gibbons, her voice being so like gentle, but kind of like haunted in a way. And with the beat being slower, with the piano keys. And you're able to listen because it's about more about the message he's trying to say. And he doesn't even necessarily wrap it. He's more so taking a conversational tone and speaking straight to you. I'm sensitive. I feel everything. I feel everybody. One man standing on two worlds, heal everybody, right? Transformation, then reciprocation, karma, must return, heal myself, secrets that I hide. Like it's it feels like he is undone himself throughout the album into like puzzle pieces. And this is where like the pieces come back together. Pacify broken pieces of me. It was all a blur. Mother cried, but they put their hands on her. It was family ties. And it's just like, and the other thing I think Kendrick really does A good job of is recognizing the importance of both of his parents in his music and how the lessons from each of them have informed who he is and how he is able to do the things that he does. Because usually it's just one or the other super mom or super dad, but like he really recognizes and honors the presence of both of his parents. And that's another thing about this song that I love. And then also, like, the transcendental nature of, like, all, like when he gets really deep into his bag, right? I transform, praying to the trees. God is taking shape. Like, that is, like, when you are, at least for me, when you meditate and you get closer to, like, that state of Nirvana where you just leave, you know, your physical self and the concerns that come with the physical self. And that's what you're getting here, too, as, like, a means uh, as a part of his journey towards healing, and as someone who has, like had similar experiences and similar visualizations on their way to, towards healing, like I love that shit. Thank yeah. you, just kicked me. He also likes it. He likes that part <laughs> specifically. He was like, "Yeah, me too, nigga, me too." And he out likes <laughs>
3: me. <laughs> this was a, a another tough song. Um, third verse. Mm-hmm. Specifically for mother, mother sober, um, he digs into a lot of you know generational black trauma. Keeps keeps mm-hmm. making you think about the higher level behind all of the stuff. Um, and again, the production just kind of draws you in. And his, his no drums his again. His voice is just up very. Front. Uh, the delivery is very soft and inviting, but the. Lyrics are not
0: <laughs> soft or inviting,
3: um, yep. just more in
0: the song. This is the longest song, I think, on the album, more
3: mm-hmm. of the juxtaposition uh, that he's been minutes. giving us both sides of whatever, right? Whatever topic he's on, he's giving us two completely different sides and meshing them together. It seems like um, I'm I'm glad you mm-hmm. finally gave a congress- me a bit of hope on the end. Thank you for mm. drip feeding me the tiniest bit of hope throughout this album. Like, <laughs> and and it's just good, man. It's just, you can tell that he put his all into writing this album.
1: He, he mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like this song particularly was, and I feel like it took a lot out of him to write this.
3: Took a lot out of oh, me God. to but wish shit would destroy yeah, me. Yeah, what? Like, it it exactly, destroy exactly. me. You didn't deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> 2016 to 2020 was really hard for a lot of us, dude. <laughs> and then you come out on the back end when we're all starting to finally feel better and give me but this, dude. Came out like, Go back inside, too, bro. We've saying. been sad for five years, like, really sad and I mean it
0: and then you get this line black families the devastation haunted generations and humanity they raped our mothers they raped our sisters they (laughs) made us watch they made us rape each other psychotic torture between our lives we ain't recovered still living as victims in the public eye who pledged allegiance
3: what what time what time of day and where (laughs) am I supposed to listen to this song (laughs) <laughs> Honestly <laughs> What time of day And where am I supposed to be To put this song on And just be like fuck
0: yes This is slapping right
3: now You're gonna make me think of
0: 3am in your car On the way home I'm in bed decision. by 1030 no, 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 Lamar.
3: I can't take this After an 8 hour day <laughs> I don't want to hear about this On my lunch break I'm just trying to make it through my, my eight-hour workday, sir. I'm, you're rich in Africa and enjoying yourself. And maybe you're not enjoying yourself. I thought you were, you were not having a good time. You, it's it's just, man, he he just dug down. He just really dug down and gave us everything that he wanted to give us, whether we wanted it or not. But we wanted it. We want it because <laughs> – this. The we, sadness we jumps out this, at you first, but, I'm, but we wanted it. We, <laughs> we didn't
0: want this. I, I feel but. like
3: the toxic and the sad jumps out at you first. That's the hook, right? And then I think, like a disclaimer still, I'm on two and a half listens. Like, I will find the hope yeah. in between the shock value because Kendrick does like to shock. He's he's he, he likes to come out and do wild things and give crazy visuals and make you think about some shit like... And I
1: knew this album was going to shock me. But this is so dark. I don't like is it is this song darker or is
2: worldwide seppers? No this is You're this is 50,000 dark. times darker. This is very dark. Black very and blue,
1: dark. black and blue, the image of my queen that I can't erase. Till this day I can't look her in the eyes. Pain is taking over. Blame myself. You never feel guilt till you feel it
2: sober. <laughs> this is dark. This is very dark
1: got me to the
2: point where it, very very the first time I listened to it, listened too. to it when I was listening to the words I had to pause it three or four times like to fully like to to decide whether or not I wanted to finish this song in this moment or to <laughs> give it a little bit of time <laughs> like that's how dark this song is and listen
1: to it on the car listen, ride home I and then you're going to turn around songs? and say album of the year
3: I felt terrible well, I, after listening to this song yeah, but it's also
2: like how many? Well, albums, probably like how many albums give have him you like listened? twenty
1: Grammy nominations?
2: Get him there, and then not give it to him. My whole thing know. is how many albums have you listened to no, so that you Mac- have not Mac- felt Mac- a single thing? You know what I mean? That you can just mindlessly and unconsciously listen to an album. You can never do that with Kendrick projects, and that's why I. That's why I love his shit because you can't just sit there and listen to a song. And, like, not listen to it consciously. Like, you have to be awake and you have to listen to his shit. And it, and his music should make you feel something the same way Good Kid made you feel something. The same way that Damn made you feel something. The same way that The Pimple Butterfly made you feel something. Like, I feel like that's why his albums are amazing. I can respect yeah. that. That was a good take right there.
0: So, Cruz, Mr. Morrill? So, Talk I just to wanted to quickly so say, what about this song uh, stands
2: out? Oh. I find it oh, yeah. interesting it. that
3: you're you call it Mr. Morrill, but in my head, I've been saying Mr. Morale.
2: It's definitely I've Mr. Been Mor- Mr. Moral yeah, it's also definitely Mr. Morale. I just wasn't going to say. He
1: pronounces it himself multiple times, Mr.
2: Morale. But just
1: the just no, just. Mr. Moral, like
2: yeah,
3: if that's both everything that he's talking about in this album, it it's kind of a, a piece on what what kind of morals do you have? What are you doing in your relationships? Like, what kind of person are you with all this generational drama? Like, what are your morals looking like? But then it's like, now, are they Mr. Moral? You know, they're if you think, spelled hey, the same morale. Say again.
2: They're both spelled the same, morale and moral. Like, the spelling is is identical. Um, no. I might just be morals.
1: Mor- morals, no e.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: All right. Okay. I think I just my lazy because brain. If but if even they were still. spelled
2: if they were spelled identical, that would have been but, something that I would have missed. Because if they're spelled identical, it could mean that would have been a good play on the exactly. word. Exactly. Yeah.
3: But when you're talking he, about he, he. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, when I think Mr. Morale, I think of, you know, Mr Morale sounds positive. There's a positive connotation in that, but he's really I
1: don't I don't really Not understand being positive. Like, well I think I think I think it is. Well, and the big steppers are his contrast.
0: The that's how, m- how I morale understand. literally means the confidence, enthusiasm, and discipline of a person or group at a particular time. So Mr. Morale kinda is like if we're taking it off of this definition, like this persona of confidence, enthusiasm, and then the big steppers could be I, mm, just the about, big. That's steppers why, I, so that's why I thought demons. this was a goddamn TDE album. I thought they were the big steppers, subverting expectations too.
1: Thanks, Kendrick.
3: Thanks for room.
1: <sighs> we're upset so, over here. Yeah. So this is, I think, so Mr. Mr. Morrell, however we want to pronounce it was my favorite song on the second half of the album and it's i it's a message to his son right like yo these are all the things that are happening these are well, he starts off enoch your father's your detox my calling is right on time transformation i must have had a thousand lives and like 3000 wives like he's talking to his son and telling him like yo these that i felt like this this song was just Was a not a not a tribute to him, but just a met like he wrote this song for his son, and like the the beat, oh the beat, brought me back to Black Panther. Such good production on this song.
0: (laughs) Cal, you got anything on this song? Um,
2: seven. I mean, let me get that right. There was. I mean, it really It does. It doesn't really matter. Um, was there something that I, I enjoyed this song, um, a lot. I just, I, it wasn't something that I really dug too deep into in the moment. Um, I feel like I need to, uh, okay. So the, I think about Robert Kelly, if he wasn't molested, I wonder if I, if life failed him. I wonder if Oprah found closure the way that she posted the hurt that a woman carries. I feel like he really went into some crazy topics but then just backed off of them
4: Mm.
2: you know what i mean and i guess technically he also continued um the robert kelly argument in uh mother i sober in mirror um but i feel like i wish that his second verse was deeper into those two topics you know what i mean so that i think about Robert Kelly, mm-hmm. if he weren't molested, I wonder if life failed him. Um. I also like the. I often think about Oprah's shortcomings. Yes, and that is
0: not <laughs> sarcastic. I think about it all the time. Her biopic is going to be so
2: And she goes into the, and then he goes into the. Uh, my mother abused young, like all mothers back where we from. SSI, Barry family members, mm-hmm. and the repast they serve in Popeye's chicken,
1: like, uh, like.
2: Like they're just like, look strength. at it,
0: look at these things yeah. in the culture. You,
2: we yeah. are
1: not
0: looking away from this shit anymore, no more. Sorry. Past
1: life regressions to know my conditions is based off experience, right? Comma for comma, my habits insensitive. Watching my cousin struggle with addiction, then watching her firstborn make a million. <laughs> Put, like again, the the contrast.
2: Um, I think
1: both of them off the grid for forgiveness.
2: I think this second half
1: myself to start the healing.
2: Was deep and yes, Beam, it was sad. Um, but I feel as as far as um content
1: start yelling again. as far as
2: content goes, <laughs> like the second half of the album is the better content. You know what I mean? It might be sad and it might have um sadness Not literally written in the half. all over it. No set sa- no over, <laughs>
1: fuck you bitch. No healing all at all.
2: But the second half is the is the is that I guess I feel like he's been building up to the second half of this album. I feel like he's been giving little yes. bits of, I mean, of think this about... throughout his albums and now finally like, okay, here's a couple songs all in a row that I'm gonna leave you with. You know what I mean? This I feel like with sadness you can't really do a full album of it. That's why he has these happy songs in the middle. Um, I feel like there's a lot more sadness on this album than anything else. Um, but it's it's not like sadness that you can't listen to. As far as I'm, I mean, Beam, obviously, you feel a, a different way. Um, I feel That's like as far as I go, I can listen to it yep. in the background of work and and while I'm sanding and just be have it in my ears too. and just and I teach like it's just something that I can listen. to. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, i have like listen four through six where it's just me at work just building shit. <laughs> shit on my mind and it's heavy. And I'm just here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Telling yeah. you pieces cause it's way too heavy. Just sanding yeah. back and forth and mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> it's just something that I can listen to. Also because like I'm trying to I feel like Kendrick just packs so much shit into his lyrics that like I'm I'm working so hard these I've been working so hard these past couple of weeks to just understand Like, what he was trying to get Mm -hmm. across. And I feel like I'm still not there. I mean, after 14, 15 listens, I'm not there yet. There's a lot to unpack in this album. It's confusing. (laughs) It's It's a confusing, confusing. sad
3: album. It just... That's why it just seems like a trauma dump with no end. But for people like me... There is an end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the
0: end
3: end is is him saying, fuck you, I choose me. Like... Here's all my trauma. Fuck you. <laughs> but we, yeah. uh,
0: Thanks, things. But bro. here's the thing, what? though. <laughs> here's the no, thing. Oh, you can't do that. Every, but I think that that's the attitude <laughs> I, I think everyone did. should have. Everyone should selfishly uh, choose shit. themselves. Yes. Like, the fact that the album ends. At least so he apologized with, to you. He said, let's, let's get into me. Mirror, sorry, then. Dog. Like... <laughs> The fact that the last things we hear is the refrain, I choose me, I'm sorry. I choose me, I'm sorry. Like, that is the thing that, that's the mentality that breaks the generational curse, which is what this album is trying to deal with, at least the second half, is, like, the reconciliation of the trauma, the like, the recognizing of it, the reconciliation of it, and then, like, the the moving on, like, what do we do from here? And it's just, like, Ultimately, one of the things you learn is like you got to choose yourself. You can't do shit for all these other people like for you to do to like have the outcome you want, like to break these things that have been fucking you and your family up. You have to choose yourself in a very selfish way. And another reason like this is also a theme of the album, like this is the album I gave you. I chose myself. I like gave you this album yeah. with these very personal things because this was the only way I could have gotten this off or communicated through. I'm sorry. Like, that's kind of how I read how this album ends. Like, I chose me, I'm sorry. And like as the biggest fucking artist on the planet, like rap artists, like you And for like most people who make their living through entertainment, you don't make choices based off of you. You make choices, you make songs, you construct albums, you do videos to appease other people to be popular, talked about, liked. And he rejects that throughout this album. And he just says, I choose me. Like, sorry to you, like for whatever that means to you. And so like, I don't know. I found the hope. That's where the hope is. It's at the end. You just gotta wait for it.
3: He's definitely like hyper serving whoever is this album is for. Whoever he had in, envisioned of listening to this album, he's hyper serving them. And some people will take away the right things from this album. Um Yeah. That that's all I got for that. Go ahead, Cal.
2: But I think you could I think he's got a verdict for me. Could be. <laughs> yeah. I, I could think... be. I took some things I I definitely took some things from this album. I I think it's um I I don't want to listen to an album that I can understand in three listens. Like I want to listen to an album that after 15 listens I'm still confused because I still want to figure it out. I still want to get to the bottom of of where he's coming from and what he's <clears throat> um where he's what he's coming from and where he's going. You know what I mean? Cuz this might be his last TDE album, but it ain't gonna be his last album, I don't think. So there's something, yeah. Confirms no, his last TDE album. He's he's everything's PG Lang from now on. He's driving this this idea and this um this concept somewhere. Um, and I I, I just want to I want to see where it goes. Honestly, I want to see if he's going to do music videos. I want to see what Amen. those are going to look like. Um, and I want to know what his off season is going to look like. So yeah. Well,
0: he's going on the tour for pretty much the second half of the year. Yeah, but from that's. From June up until December.
2: And then that's it. And then he's going to probably disappear again. Yep. He's
1: going to fall off the face of the earth again. Mm.
2: But that's fine. In about, by like, the end of... You know,
1: like in like 2027, guess what you get in Beam? Another trauma, duck, sadness <laughs> for the next half
2: second. Only this time I'm it's no, going to be anger. He's going to be yelling I'm at me.
1: to it.
3: I'm not <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> Unless I see Schoolboy Q, ab no, no, I don't. I don't need yo. J-Rock. Right?
1: Why was Black Hippie omitted? You just you just sub- oh. subverting. There must be some That's stuff. just something that I wanted for me. There's got to be internal. Right. And T-D- so he goes
2: stuff that we don't know. He he didn't give us TDE
3: at all. They all like dropped before his album, and then the album comes out and there are some people on TDE that might have fit on this album in place of some other people. We don't have to get into it. But but you know, you got those you got your, your boys around you, you got sizzle around you, you got you know what I'm saying, whatever. Um you don't PG Lang don't Briggs. give us any of that and then you turn around and say I choose me. I'm not your savior. Like stop listening to me this in this way. <laughs> it's like bro, you made us. You made us feel <laughs> this way about you. And then you don't give us what we want from you, and then I choose me. I'm sorry. Which, like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, he came to the correct answer. Like Just like Jeff was saying, you have to choose yourself at some point. Um, That's what I, 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 I would like to find a better word for cop out. Maybe he just deconstructed his legend and is bowing out gracefully. He is Avatar Aang. When the world needed him most,
2: he vanished. He went and froze. And, this and, and, guess, froze what? and guess
3: what? He did it for himself to preserve himself. And that is always going to be the right answer. But I'm not going <laughs> to yell at you, Kendrick. I'm not going to yell at you because you made the right choice, but. I don't, I don't know you, you and the last album of TDE fine you're bowing out fine fine go away go away <laughs> are you gonna let the white girl say nigga at your next show you didn't give us an answer because you were sure yelling <laughs> the f-bomb all over it which I'm not gonna mm. are you I don't know we, we we didn't get into Auntie Diaries. That is another one that just I had a, a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Uh, cuz that that's another forty again. that's 40 minutes on its own. So now it's Easy. just almost
2: like hard for us to sit here and say that we can't do every song on the album cuz how are we not going to do every song on the album? Like we're missing Count Me Out. We got to do parts. We're two, missing please. Crown, we're missing Auntie Diaries, we're missing Die Hard, which we we kind of talked about but we didn't really get into all that much. We're missing Silent Hill. We're not
1: missing that many.
2: We're more, missing that's, Mirror.
1: That's a s- another smooth hour.
2: Oh, yeah. And we also haven't well, Jeff's touched on Silent Hill. We haven't Hill exactly talked to the lyrics of The Heart Part 5 either. So. Because it's not on the album. <laughs> it is.
3: So, I'm That's why I not want on the album we, re- down this down so. either. This album is easily. Good. So, we're not going to Three, talk about four it. hour conversation. Easily. Oh, yeah. Just because it's so dense, and it's still early, and in a year we could probably do another one. A one. Yeah. What did you think of the <laughs> album after a year then has I'll, passed? Like, by
2: then, I'll be on on listen 777. <laughs> seven hundred and seventy-seven, seven thousand, and I'll be ready to yeah. Yeah. to literally tell I'm you still, every lyric. Still, and like off only like ten percent less confused. Yeah. Um. So, do we want to do anything else tonight? Or do but we by wanna... then, a year from now. I think we got to give our listeners
0: a break. We're at the two hour mark, so they got to get up, stretch, you know, go hug their loved ones, go call somebody, tell them they love them because we just took them through a whole lot. Not telling anyone,
1: fuck you, bitch.
0: No, I mean, if that's what's what's on your
2: spirit, then say what's on your spirit. You ain't getting these keys back. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't getting these keys. Now you mad at me. I got you hollering for for nothing. nothing. I do the same when we fucking. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. How <laughs> are
1: you mad at me?
2: <laughs> Child. I listen, Yo, when she said I do the same. Album when we of fucking, the year. I literally. Album of I the said, year. I said, fuck the you, bitch. This? Oh, my God. Fuck you, bitch. Yo. I was angry at her.
0: <laughs> I was angry at him. I was angry at her. <laughs>
2: angry at him. I'm, I'm mad. How
1: dare you do all this after my mom bought you the that's pilot or the Honda or
0: whatever the fuck. Just so she could throw it in my face. Yeah, that's
2: wild. Oh, sick. She said, I do the same when that's we so fuck you. You know what? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, folks.
0: It is your boy, DeFanity, the host that stay doing the most. And this has been part one of our K-Dot. Part one. Part one. Miss Morrill and the Big S. It's a double album, so it deserves a double episode, ladies and gentlemen. And joined by always your favorite rapper, your favorite streamer, your favorite everything in betweener, Nick Beam. And we got Como Se Dice Cruz and our guest friend of the show friend of the people seven pleasure having you we will be back again for part two of this conversation keep it funky keep it fresh look out for the episode join go to our website bad kids pod b-a-d-k-i-d-z for exclusive web contents the notes much more holla at us if you want to join our discord keep it funky keep it fresh we out this hoe <laughs> Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Music we won't get sued for Music (laughs) we won't get sued for Cause I ain't got no money Cause I ain't